You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Galatians 5, 7. The Bible says, you ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Gosh, have you ever been in that, in that moment where maybe just it was just a small word of discouragement that somebody gave you? It's amazing the things that I will be like, you know, brushing my teeth in the morning and something, are you like this? I'll be brushing my teeth in the morning and then I'll hear something negative that somebody that I don't even talk to anymore 10 years ago said to me. I'll hear that in my head and then I'll start dwelling on it and then I'll think, then I'll start telling them off in my head. <laughs> then before I know it, I'm screaming into the mirror. And uh, I'm maybe the only one. It's a small word of discouragement sometimes. It's, or it's, sometimes it's the small sin that creeps its way in that maybe not at first doesn't even seem like sin. But sin is something we've got to get back to talking about in the church because nobody wants to talk about it anymore. And every single person is dealing with it. Every single person is fighting it every single day. The person you are sitting beside of is fighting a battle that you have no idea exists. That's why we can't judge people for fighting a battle that is different than ours. We like to point our fingers all day long at the different groups and the different groups and the different groups. But you know what? You're in a group too. And some of y'all are in a class all by yourself. So you might as well go and stop judging. That's right. That deserves an amen right there. But it affects everything. The Bible says that a little leaven leavens the whole lump. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I, uh, I was probably about 11 years old. And I had a friend named Bruce. And we were next door neighbors. And um, there was these girls on my school bus. And for some reason, they wanted me to beat Bruce up. Now, Bruce was my best friend. We had sleepovers. We played video games. We made forts in the woods. Bruce was my right-hand man. And these girls wanted me to beat him up. I don't know why. It don't even make any sense. I look back on it. And so, you know, uh, we were on the bus that day. Josh, do it. Do it. When you get off the bus, do it, Josh, do it. And so, you know how you get when you're, when you're a kid and you don't want to let nobody down. You're, just, you're like, you're all pumped up. And for some crazy reason, now you're going to go beat up your best friend who has been there for you this whole time. Where are you going with this, Josh? Just hang on. So there I got off a bus, 268, I believe it was. Or, and uh, there I was. I started a fight with my friend Bruce. I pushed him. And he pushed me. He said, why'd you do that? I said, I don't know. (laughs) And I pushed him again. I said, we're going to (laughs) fight. So we got to pushing each other. He slung his book bag at me and tried to get away. And there I was. I was trying to fight him. I was trying to push him. And he kept trying to get away from him. But I kept, and I was taller than him too, so it really wasn't fair. And, uh, and so one, we, we were backing up, backing up in his yard, and they were doing construction. So finally he picked up a shovel and started beating me with it. So I grabbed that shovel from him, and I started beating him. And yeah, he ended up having to go to the hospital and get checked out. And I feel really bad about that. And my mom made me pay the hospital bill. But... What is my point? A little leaven, 
A little bit of something on the school bus will get in your mind. And then you'll be doing something you don't even want to be doing because of people and what they want. Those girls, if they wanted him beat up, they should have went and beat him up himself, their self. And there I was. Just so I could go have a cool story. Come on, how many times do we get talked into it? Or maybe it's not even a bad thing. How many times do we get talked into something that we know God told us not to do? And it may not even be a bad thing, but I want to be in the perfect will of God. I don't know about you, but I don't have time for the games anymore. I don't have time for the yes and the maybes. I want time for God. I want the real thing. I regretted it the minute I started. Have you ever done a sin? Have you ever done a, done a thing? Have you ever done, done something you regretted the instant? The instant. And because let me, let me just share this with you. This is how the devil works. And we're just going to park here for a second because he... Come on, the, the Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You have an enemy. You have an enemy. Whether you like it or not, when your feet hit the ground in the mornings, you have an enemy who hates you and hopes you die and hopes you fall on your face. And But you know what? Just say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to let that happen. I will not let that happen in the name of Jesus. Yeah, he wants to ruin your life completely. He wants to ruin your life completely. And uh, who, guess who gets to decide if he does that or not, if he succeeds? I get to decide. I get to decide because you know what? We allow him access into our lives. So 10, it says, I have confidence in you, in the Lord, that you will have no other mind. Come on, the Bible tells us to have the mind of Christ. Actually, over in Proverbs 23, 7, we were just talking about it a second ago. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Having the mind of Christ, wanting to be more like Christ, wanting to be more like him. The Bible says, more of him, less of me. More of him, less of me. The Bible says over in Colossians 3, 23, it says, set your mind and keep it set on the things that are above and not below. But we've set our radar so low so often that we're that we're radar in this and that we're just caught up on Facebook scrolling for hours and hours and hours and then we get to the end of the day and we're thinking why have I not done anything for God why haven't I done anything with my life I my my my, my friend and grandma Joyce uh, she always says have a meeting with yourself she always says have a meeting with yourself sit down and write these things out ask yourself what in the heck are you doing with your life ask yourself these things it's important to know. And I'm almost through. I'm not going to keep you all night here. But uh, you know what? It, it begs the question, what have you been thinking about lately? What's been on your mind? Because the Bible says to seek ye first, what? The kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then all these other things that we seek after. Oh, yeah. Because we, 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 we the, the word more is in all of our minds. We want, we want more of something. We want, and it could be a good or a bad thing. I want more money. I want more family time. I want more, you know, whatever, ice cream. I want, I want more, more. I want more of what? I want more of God. I don't know about you, but I am so hungry for God. I am so just like, I just, Lord, I, all this other stuff is trash. Come on, after we learn it a while, it's like, man, it don't take long to figure out that all these other things are just waiting to disappoint you. But he's the one that never disappoints you. Come on, that's a shouting point right there. 
Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day, you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. Say, God will never disappoint you. He'll He'll never do it. God will never disappoint. You may not get the answer that you want on right away, And that no is probably saving you for something better down the road. Trust me on that one. But he who troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever he is. Just say, let God deal with them. Galatians 5 and 13, it says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use this liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But but through love, serve one another. For all the law, come on somebody. All the law was fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. We were talking about this in our board meeting today or yesterday. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Well, we can't properly love our neighbor if we don't properly love ourselves. And I have a feeling there's a lot of people who properly don't know how to love themselves. Because I see the things that you write on Facebook about yourself. Uh, you know, God hears the things that you say in your heart about yourself. We got to learn to um, start treating ourselves like a dumpster for the devil's words. And stop treating ourselves like we are just so much lower than everybody else. That we're some sort of second rate, second class Christian. Because that is just not the truth. Man, God put everything in you that you need. He says the same power. The same power. Come on somebody. The same power that rose Christ Jesus from the dead is alive and well on the inside of you. The same power. And so, but why are we showing up weak? Why are we showing up puny? Why in the world are we showing up? As low as we've been showing up. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. Come on, somebody needs to know. You've got to love yourself enough to get up. Get up. Get up. Love yourself enough to say, today is the day. I ain't living like this anymore. You got to love yourself sometimes enough to say, you know what? I don't have to be in this abusive relationship. Or, or, you know what? I don't have to, I don't have to be this. Or I don't, I'm not your foot, I'm not your footstool devil. I'm not some, uh, you know, carpet mat or something. Today's the last day. Somebody needs to, to get, to make up your mind right now to say, I've had enough. I've had enough, devil. I've had enough. You've stolen enough of my time. You stole enough of my friends. You've stolen enough of my peace. Come on, somebody. You stole enough of my joy. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm taking my life back. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm taking it back. And you know what? People won't like that. When you put up boundaries, people don't necessarily like that because you gotta, you gotta hold those boundaries up. The boundaries that say, I'm not hanging out with time-sucking people that are wasting my time filling my head with trash. You won't see me doing that. I will politely look at my watch and say, oh my gosh, I'm late. I got to go. And you know what? I'm not lying because I am late for my life and you are trying to steal it from me. I am late to go do something productive. Surely there's something better we can do than stand here and talk about people. Surely there's something better we can do than stand here and gossip about the preacher and how he wears a a, a hat and a pair of sandals. Well, you know what? Go to a church where your preacher can be more holy. I don't know what to tell you. You know what? We got to get to a point where we can get past all this stuff and past all this junk and stop letting the devil 
devil have our tongue and have our thoughts. There is a place. Woo! There's a place in God, Andrew. There is a place in God that I'm just not willing to come back out of and not for anybody, not my mom and not my dad. I am, I'm just, I'm staying in there. I'm staying. There's a place in God that I found my home. There's a place so good that, you know what? Let them burn down Los Angeles. Let them burn down New York. Let them burn down North Wilkes. I don't care what they do. I stopped tuning into the news years ago. I threw my TV out the window because I don't care. It's not that I have my head buried in the sand. It's that I'm going to tell you a secret. And I say this all the time. And y'all know this. But did you know? Yeah, you know, you know, you know. You know that these big companies get paid for your viewership. And so the more dramatic they make these headlines and the, the more they make you raise your eyebrows and say, honey, look, you see what happened over there in Chicago? Man, half of those stories are fabricated and built up just to keep your attention so they can get the right. Turn that trash off. Turn that trash off. And if you're watching this show, don't turn it off. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. Come on. But over in 15, it says, But if you buy and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. My Lord. I could sit down on that one. How often does that happen in the church, guys? You know what I'm ready to see? And I'm through. I'm done. I'm ready to see people genuinely, and I mean genuinely, loving each other genuinely loving each other genuinely putting first corinthians 13 it says putting the want the needs of others before yourself oh there's something so painful and so awesome about that at the same time that says nope i'll give you this seat even though i wanted it because later later there's something in you that just releases joy that releases God, and let me tell you, God starts releasing stuff to you too. And I'm not saying we're trying to work to get all these things from God, but let me tell you something. You want to be blessed in your life? You start giving away your time. Start giving away your, start saying no to yourself and yes to God. No to yourself and yes to other people. No to yourself and no to this flesh. Oh, how about this? How about we start calling a fast? Mm-hmm. I got one amen on that one. That's all right. That's okay. You know what? We've got to start denying this flesh there's some of us saying yes to things we ought not be saying yes to. Well, the Bible doesn't really actually necessarily technically say it's a sin. But is it good for your life? Is it good for your life? Is it killing your marriage? Is it stressing you out? Is it stealing your time? Man, get rid of it. Get rid of it while you can. You know earth is such a unique, wonderful opportunity. You will never get to pass through this earth again. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Whoop. Once you're out of here, you never get to pass through it again. What an experience we have. And what a gift we have. You know, the angels, we have a gift that we can give God that the angels can't give him. Our time and our sacrifice. So you see, they worship him because they are made to worship him. We worship him because we choose to worship him. We choose that. We give him our time. God doesn't demand it. 
We're not circling his throne 24-7 saying, holy, 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 like it says in Revelation. That's the unique earth experience. We get to choose what we do with our time. And so if you're stressed out with your schedule, I've got somebody I want you to talk to. You. Because you create your schedule. You create your schedule. And if, so if you're stressed out, if you, got, if you pack too much into it, guess what? Who can change it? You. And you know what? Maybe you even have to take a job that pays less. But guess what? It pays more in peace. Or it pays more in, you know, time with your family. Or it pays more in, man, money's not everything. Money's not everything. Sometimes you got to, I'll move on. Because I really want to get down to here. And because uh, uh, I see y'all's toes and I want to come step on them for a second. I say then, walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh Lust against the spirit. Come on, they're warring against each other. And the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. My Lord, can I stop and talk to somebody right there? I talked to a woman once. She was telling me, Josh, I've been drinking. I don't want to be drinking. I don't even know what it is. I'll be in my car on the way to the IGA to buy the beer and I'm thinking, turn around. I don't want to do this. Turn around. I don't want to. Anybody ever been there? Maybe it's something different. Maybe, maybe it's a whole nother thing for you. You know in the back of your mind, this is not for me. This is not my best path. This is not. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. Whether you raise your hand or not. We've all been in some kind of weird midnight transaction or a afternoon weird kind of who knows whatever, you know, your thing is. No judgment. But we've all had that feeling like, man. I'm better than this and I know it. Why am I doing this to myself? Because the, the, the spirit is warring against our flesh. It says, but if you are led by the spirit, you're not under the law. And that's a whole nother sermon. So I'm just going to move on. Listen to this. 19. Now I want you to just, I'm just going to read this slow and I ain't going to look around because I don't care who's what. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are <laughs> adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred. Anybody got hatred? Anybody been hating somebody because your their, their grandma kids your cat 10 years ago and you still ain't forgave them? Contentions, jealousies, even in the church. Oh, we don't want to talk about that one, do we? Jealousies. I'm jealous of that one's position or I'm jealous of the Lord blessing with that gift, or I'm jealous of jealous. We get jealous, man. We don't talk about these things. Outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murderers, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Listen to this. Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. This is, this is what God, this is God's plan for you. If you're asking what is the plan of God for my life, if you're asking what I'm supposed to be doing, this, this right here, this right here, over in 22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Did you know we can control ourselves? you realize that? Everybody put your arm in front of your face like this. 
This is, we're running a test. Now put it up. Now put it like this. Now put it down. Wow. So you can control yourself. We can control yourself. I heard a really good example one time <laughs> that if uh, maybe you and your husband or wife or y'all are in a screaming match at home and, and uh, you know, ah, you did this and you messed all this up and he's yelling back and she's yelling back and a uh, lamp just hit the wall and busted everywhere and then the preacher walks up to the front door. Ding dong. Well, hello. Praise the Lord, brother. Hello, pastor. You'd be surprised how fast you can change when the circumstance changes. You know you need to get yourself together. Come on, we have self-control. We just choose not to use it. We choose not to use it. We've got self-control on the inside of us. It's the fruit of the Spirit. Come on. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified this flesh and its passions and its desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become, oh, come on, conceited provoking one another, envying one another. And I'll end with this. This has been different tonight, ain't it? This has been kind of different, but that's okay because it's all God's word. We, You know, it's not a blessing and a grace and everything. It's got to be the whole package wrapped up all in one. And sometimes we just got to say, you know, I got to get my mind right. So on Romans 12 and 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present, present, your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your what? Reasonable service. It's your reasonable service. It's not something that's too high. The bar is not set too high. This is something that we can do. So, uh, uh, listen to this. And do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world. Do not be. Do not be. Do not be. Do not be conformed to this world. 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 Gosh, I think we we might have already done it. I think we might be there already. You know what? We have, uh, I think we did. I think we conformed to the world. Because we we don't open our mouth about Jesus because we don't want stones thrown at us sometimes. Or we're embarrassed to pray with somebody down at the, the grocery store. We've been conformed to this world. And because you know what? Uh, certain people will do political parties and all the rest of them. They will shut you up and try to shut you down and try to make you feel foolish and try to do all these other things. We've been, come on church, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we've, we've been conditioned and conformed to this world. I refuse to be. Come on, let's refuse to be. Let's refuse to be. Come on, let's refuse to be conformed to this. I don't want to do it like they're doing it. And you know what? They don't want us to do it like they're doing it either because they need a refuge. They need something they can hold on to when the bottom starts to fall. They need to know that, you know what, there is a higher way and that, you know what, hey, this Jesus thing you've been talking about, this, this Christianity thing you've been talking about, man, I, I, saw, I saw what you've been going through with your family and with your job and all this stuff, and you've had such a calm and a peace about yourself. That's what I want. They're not going to come to you and try to get the same thing they've already got. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know what? Let's just close our eyes right now. <sighs> Say, God, I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm just tired of doing it my way, Lord. My way has not been working. 
I want to do it your way. Lord, I surrender all tonight. I surrender all right now. Again, I know I've done it before, but God, here I am doing it again. I surrender all. I've been, and I drop it and I do all the, the stuff, but God, I surrender all one more time. I give up. I give up. I give up. White flag in the air. I give up. I surrender. I give up. Get me where you want me, God. I'm ready for a change. I need a change in the atmosphere. I need a change, God. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to see you move like never before. Yeah, come on. This altar is open if you want to just pray or spend time with the Lord. God, I need a change. I need a change, Lord. I've been, my mind has been too low. I've been settling. I'm tired of settling. I don't want to settle. I know time is running short, and if I'm going to do anything for you, I know now is the time. Help me to get my, my mind right, God. I got I to get my mind right. I got to get my mind right. I got to get my mind right. God, I want to live righteous before you. I'm tired of uh, all this messing it up and doing it my way and, and living the lower way. God, I surrender. I surrender. I surrender to you, Lord. Everything, Lord, even the stuff that... I try to pretend that you don't know about. You know it all, God. So I give you that too. Do a work in me, God. Do a work in me. Do a work in me, Lord. Do a work in me. God, move like only you can move. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Until next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.